This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello. I never know what's going to come out of your mouth. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. What is this voice? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. My name is Casey. My name is Quinn. And this is episode 84 of Trivia for Kids, the podcast. And I'm Quinn. We already know that. (laughs) And I'm Casey. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, goodness. How's your day-to-day going, Quinn? Tired. Tired? You should have slept in longer. I don't understand... My kids never sleep in on days of school. They can't get out of bed. And on weekends, they're up at, you know, quarter to seven, like do to do to do ready for the day. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. I wish you guys would sleep in so then I could sleep in. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah. So so here we are. Yeah. So I was going to talk to you guys about um, when you submit categories, jokes, birthday ideas. So first of all, sometimes we record the episodes quite a bit in advance and I don't always check my email the day that I get it. Unfortunately, I have a full-time job and I'm a mom of three. And so I check the trivia email and Instagrams when I can, but sometimes it's a few days before I'm able to get back to people. So if you send me a birthday request, like, Oh, um, Sally's birthday is in two days. Can you put it on the podcast? Very likely we've already recorded it and it's not going to work. So then I have to do it the next week. So just a quick reminder, if you have a birthday request, If you could send it in advance to make sure that we get it on the week of the birthday, that would be super helpful. So another thing I was going to mention is when you send ideas, it might be a great idea to send more than one idea. So when we do the podcast, I try to really keep the trivia different every week so that we're not kind of learning the same things over and over again. And so if you give me an email with more than one idea, then it's maybe like, oh, I can use this one with this, or it's just a lot easier for um, me to be able to get you a shout out when I have more than one option to deal with. But if you just send one, that's fine too. We'll get it on the list. But there's my soapbox for the day. (laughs) Sorry. Wah, wah. All right. How about a joke to, to wake you up a little bit? Yeah. First joke comes from Sienna. Thank you. Why was someone eating a burger in a hurry? Because it was fast food. Oh, yeah, that could work. Because they were in and out. You know, the fast food restaurant in and out. Oh, delicious burgers at in and out. Question two comes from Taylor and Haley. Thank you. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. Ten tickles. Although we learned that octopuses or octopi actually have arms and not tentacles. This one is from listener Gray. Thank you. What kind of cat likes to go bowling? I don't know. An alley cat. Ah. Like a bowling alley. And the last one comes from Maya from Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. And she made this one up. This one, so clever. When A to Z is the alphabet, what is T to S? I'm not sure. Trivia for kids. Starts with a T, ends with an S. Love it. It is a joke about us. Maybe we could be famous. (laughs) Maybe we could be famous. 
Maybe you could we could be. You could have a joke after us. Well, unless people listen to the podcast, though, they probably wouldn't get it. But it's true. Maybe it'll make us famous. All right. Ready for some questions? What? Huh? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. Round number one, the category is ants. Question one, ants hear with what part of their body? Question two, how many stomachs do ants have? Question three, the leaf cutter ant is the strongest ant in the world. How many times its body weight is it able to lift? Question four. Fire ants take about 250 what per day? Question five. What is the only continent with no ants? Question six. Bulldog ants are known to do what when they are disturbed? Question seven. Which ant has the most powerful sting? Bullet ant, fire ant, or red ant? Round one, answers. Question one, ants here with what part of their body? I mean, I'm not, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'd be thinking the ears, right? It is their knees. Ants don't have ears. Uh, okay. <laughs> Instead, they hear by feeling vibrations in the ground with special sensors just below their knees. Hmm? Pretty cool. Question two. How many stomachs do ants have? One. They have two. And get this. The abdomen of the ant contains two stomachs. One to hold food for themselves and one for food to be shared with others. If you see ants kissing, they are actually feeding each other from their social stomachs. Like moving food from one stomach to somebody else's so their stomach. Mouths start touching. I don't know if the stomach touching. has have a, like their abdomen, so you know their little segmented parts. I don't know if it's got a hole in it and it just like dumps into oh, here, the other. Here's one. your fill for the day. Right. Oh man, that one blew my mind. Well, uh, Question three: The leaf cutter ant is the strongest ant in the world. 
How many times its body weight is it able to lift? 3,000. Whoa. No. 50 times its weight. The leafcutter ant can lift 50 times its own body weight with its jaws. That's like a human being lifting a truck with its teeth. Crazy. Those ants are strong. I was going to guess 5,000. I was like, nope, that's too much. And then I guessed 3,000. I was like, I don't think that's enough. <laughs> well, it was way too much. And then I was like, uh. 50. Question four. Fire ants take about 250 what per day? Poops. Good guess. The answer is naps. Fire ants don't follow regular sleeping schedules, except for the queen, but rather a cyclical pattern of resting periods. Workers take about 250 tiny power naps that last about one minute on average at odd times throughout the day and night. Oh, could you imagine if all like you just took a minute power nap 250 times a day? You mind if I take one really quick? Yeah. Okay, time's up. Ah. <laughs> Question five. What is the only continent with no ants? Ant. Arctica. Right. I put this in there, even though it was kind of the obvious answer, but it's named Antarctica, but there's no ants. Question six. Bulldog ants are known to do what when they are disturbed? Shriek. Jump. They are also known as jack jumper ants, and they are capable of jumping several inches when their nest has been disturbed. Jumper ants propel themselves by a sudden extension of their middle and hind legs. I, this would freak me out. I, I don't, <laughs> ant hopping on your I head. don't like things to do unexpected things. Like snakes don't bother me when I know that they're there and what they're doing. But if they like lunge at me or same with spiders or, or mice or whatever, like I'm fine with things when I know what to expect. But when I see an ant and it jumps at me, I would shriek. Like a small child. Yesterday, I did shriek like a small child at school because um, everybody was like, oh my gosh, it's so long, huddled in a circle. And I was like, what? And then I looked and it was this two, one foot long garter snake. Ooh. And it was tiny and it had a really, really tiny head. And it like kept going, <laughs> like sticking its head forward. And then one of the boys in our grade picked it up by the tail and threw it in the grass. And let it live? Yeah. Well, that's good. That was a good choice. Question seven, which ant has the most powerful sting? Bullet ant, fire ant, or red ant? Red ant? Bullet ant. Some victims compare the pain to that of being shot, hence the name of the insect. Bullet ants live in tropical rainforests of Central and South America, in Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Venezuela, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, and Brazil. An ant bites so hard that it feels like you got shot with a gun. That, that, I mean, I can't imagine much things hurting worse than being shot with a gun and getting bit by an ant. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and... Last I checked, I don't think USA is on there. Thank so. goodness. Now, number two, the category is things that start with the letter K. Question one. What palindromic canoe was originally used by the Inuit people? Question two. 
In what animated film does Jack Black voice a character called Poe? Question three. What nickname is internationally given to the residents of New Zealand? Question four. What does the K stand for in the fast food chain KFC? Question five. Which animal feeds predominantly on eucalyptus leaves? Question six. What is the yarn craft that involves at least two needles? Question seven. What room in your house do you do most of the cooking? Round two answers. Question one. What palindromic canoe was originally used by the Inuit people? Kayak. And what is a palindrome, Quinn? Where it's it's spelled the same forwards and, I mean, yeah, forwards and backwards. Right. It's when a word so is like, spelled the same forward, and then if you wrote it backward, it like would be the same word. taco cat, T-A-C-O-C-A-T, and then backwards it's T-A-C-O-C-A-T. Yeah. Or There's kayak, K-A-Y-A-K. K-A-Y-A-K. Or mom. Or wow. Or miss- race car. Race fast safe car. Race Race fast, safe car. Or Mr. Owl ate my metal worm. I what? Mr. Owl ate my metal worm? Is a palindrome. I have never heard of That's a great one. I wonder if that's the longest one you can have. I'll have to look that up. Question two. In what animated film does Jack Black voice a character called Poe? I have no idea. Yes, you do. Jack Black plays Bowser in School of Rock. Yeah. I don't think he plays a guy named Poe. In Kung Fu Panda. That's Jack Black? It is. What? Yep. Question three. What nickname is internationally given to residents of New Zealand? Oh, I feel like I know this. Is it Kitties or something? Kiwi. Isn't that such a, yeah. that's such a cute nickname? I wish they called the U.S. something cute like yeah. plums. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Question four. What does the K stand for in the fast food chain, KFC? For all those math math people out there, keep flip change. I'm just kidding. It's Kentucky. Keep flip change. That's like if you're doing a division, dividing fractions, then you keep the first fraction the same, multiply, and then switch the bottom, the denominator and the numerator, like switch them places, and then you get the answer by multiplying them. Oh, man, this new math. I I don't know if other parents out there just scratch their heads, but I have no idea what you're talking about, Quinn. But the answer to this question, KFC, the K stands for Kentucky. Question five. Which animal feeds predominantly on eucalyptus leaves? Koalas. 
so cute. I saw a picture online of how they weigh koalas and they have this little um this little like tree on a stand and then they put the koala on the tree and then they put the whole thing on the scale. It was so cute. <laughs> Question 6. What is the yarn craft that involves at least two needles? Knitting. But you can knit with over two needles? Maybe. Yeah, sure. You have to have at least two. Maybe you do something else with a third one. Maybe it stays poked in there while you're... (laughs) Well, maybe. Question seven. What room in your house do you do most of the cooking? The kitchen. Yep. I had to say most of the cooking because maybe people cook in their bathroom. I don't know. (laughs) Do what you want, people. But I cook in the kitchen. (laughs) Or on the deck when we grill. So, yeah, most of the time. Oh, yeah. Round number three. The category is car brands. Question one. What car company produces the Corolla, Camry, and Prius models? Question two. What American car company produces the Corvette sports car? Question three. What car brand produces the popular F-150 truck? Question four. Dodge's logo is of what animal? Question five. What car brand makes the Beetle car model? Question six. What car brand that stopped making cars in 2010 shares a name with a planet? Question seven. In the film Transformers, the yellow and black Chevy Camaro is named what? Answers to round three. Question one. What car company produces the Corolla, Camry, and Prius models? I don't even know. Toyota. Toyota. No. (laughs) Toyota. Question two. What American car company produces the Corvette sports car? The Ferrari. that's That's a creator. That's not a... It's a car and a creator. Okay, but that's not the answer. The answer is Chevy or Chevrolet. Oh, I'm so bad at this already. Chevy Corvette? You didn't hear that? Haven't heard of that? Question three. What car brand produces the popular F-150 truck? I don't know this either. The F stands for Ford. I'm so bad at this. Obvi. You could have said Ferrari for that one, too. Ferrari. Question four. Dodge's logo is of what animal? A horse. I'm just kidding. That's for a Mustang. Uh, a penguin. 
What kind of truck does his dad have? A Dodge? Laramie. My word. <laughs> it's a Ram. No, it's a Laramie Ram. A Ram. <laughs> Question five. Which car brand makes the Beetle car model? Like the kind that you give a slug bug for. <laughs> the slug bug company. Volkswagen or VW? What? Question six. What car brand that stopped making cars in 2010 shares a name with a planet? You each have a one, you have a one in eight chance of getting this one, right? Mercury. Well, there was Mercury used to be a car brand. I was looking for Saturn. But there used to be Mercury's, so I'll give you Mercury. You've said that one right. Question seven. In the film Transformers, the yellow and black Chevy Camaro is named what? Don't know what a Chevy Camaro is, but I know that the yellow and black Transformer is Bumblebee. It is Bumblebee. Round number four. The category is history. Question one. During World War II, on June 6, 1944... The Allied forces began a massive invasion of the European continent, which was the largest military land invasion ever undertaken during wartime. What is this infamous day more commonly known as? Question two. In what U.S. state... Did the big gold rush start in 1848? Question three. What was the first country to use paper money? Question four. Who wrote the plays... Hamlet, and Romeo and Juliet. Question five. In Act of 1864, outlawed children from doing what job for which they were often employed? Question six. The United States bought Alaska from which country? Question seven. How old was King Tut when he died? Now the answer is to round four. Question one. During World War II, on June 6, 1944, the Allied forces began a massive invasion of the European continent, which was the largest military land invasion ever undertaken during wartime. What is this infamous day more commonly known as? World War II. It was just a day. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was called D-Day. And what happened? Have you heard of D-Day? I have, but I don't know what it is. All right. This is going to get kind of long, so saddle up. But this is a really important day in American history or world history. So I'm going to tell you about it. 
D-Day was the name given to the June 6, 1944 invasion of the beaches at Normandy in northern France by troops from the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, and other countries during World War II. France at the time was occupied by the armies of Nazi Germany, and the assault landed some 156,000 Allied soldiers on the beaches of Normandy by the end of the day. Despite their success, some 4,000 Allied troops were killed by the German soldiers defending the beaches. At that time, the D-Day invasion was the largest naval, air, and land operation in history, and within a few days, about 326,000 troops More than 50,000 vehicles had landed. By August 1944, all of northern France had been liberated or freed. And in the spring of 1945, the Allies had defeated the Germans. Historians often refer to D-Day as the beginning of the end of World War II. So prior to D-Day, we were losing, basically. Germany was taking over Europe. They had taken over France. They had all the people in the concentration. Like, Germany was winning. And then D-Day came, and we attacked in the largest invasion in world history. And we put all these troops in, and all of these boats, and all these airplanes, and all these tanks, and all this stuff on D-Day. And it cha- and it shifted the war, and we ended up winning. Question two. In what state was the big gold rush that started in 1848? California. Correct. The California gold rush was a gold rush that began on January 24th, 1848, when gold was found by James W. Marshall at Sutter's Mill in Coloma, California. The news of the gold brought approximately 300,000 people to California from the rest of the United States and abroad. Wow. People wanted gold. (laughs) That's what that means. I want gold. I would take some gold if you're handing it out. (laughs) Question three. What was the first country to use paper money? U.S. China. The Chinese started using paper bills from 600 to 900 A.D. Long time ago. Like a long, long time ago. Question four. Who wrote the plays Hamlet and Romeo and Juliet? Shakespeare. William Shakespeare himself. Can you think of any other plays that William Shakespeare wrote? To be... Oh, no, wait, that's Hamlet. Uh, I'm just thinking of Romeo and Juliet and Hamlet. Like, to be or not to be, that is the question. He wrote Othello. He wrote Midsummer Night's Dream. I I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Question five. An act of 1864 outlawed children from doing what job for which they were often employed? Shining shoe? That's not a bad guess. Chimney sweep. So they outlawed it? Or yep. They-, they said kids can no longer be chimney sweeps. I am so thankful that this act outlawed that because it just breaks my heart. Question six. The United States bought Alaska from which country? Russia. It is Russia. Actually? Yeah. Russia or Alaska is way closer to Russia than it is the rest of the United States. I'm glad we bought it. Alaska is beautiful. It was a great purchase. I've been there a couple times. Beautiful state. Question seven. 
How old was King Tut when he died? 29. He was only 19. What happened? Well, let me tell you. So when you think of Egyptian kings, really the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is King Tut, right? And you wonder, like, why is he famous? I wondered why he was famous. So King Tut is short for Tutankhamun. Yeah, Tut. We have Toots in common. Right? <laughs> <laughs> toot in common was, it does sound like Toot in common. That's funny. <laughs> That's what it is. Toot, toot in common was an especially important king, but his tomb was the only royal burial found intact in modern times. The tomb was important because it led archaeologists to record what an Egyptian king's tomb looked like and learn more about ancient Egypt. Many suspected he died of foul play. Others suspected his death was an accident. However, almost a century after his tomb was discovered in the Valley of the Kings, scientists used digital imaging and DNA testing to suggest that King Tut most likely died from malaria or an infection. Aww. So I watched a YouTube video of them opening King Tut's tomb, and it was crazy like so cool they opened up the lid and there was like another layer and then they cleaned that layer and lifted that off and there was another layer of like gold and gemstones and jewels and so he was a king at 19 years he old. was i'm guessing like his dad was the king so he became the king and kind of how those king things work round number five the category is the 90s question one low del rio was the group responsible for coming up with what 90s group dance craze? Question two. Which company made the incredibly popular Beanie Babies? Question three. Which Sesame Street character got its own ticklish toy in the 1990s that was on every child's Christmas list? Question four. Which popular 90s TV show featured the lives of six characters? Monica, Chandler, Ross, Rachel, Joey and Phoebe. Question five. Before cell phones were common, what electronic device did people usually use to contact one another? Question six. What candy became popular in the 1990s and featured an edible powder that created a fizzing sensation? Question 7. On December 3rd, 1992, the first text message ever was sent. What was the message the text said? Round five answers. You're going to love this one. Question one. 
Los Del Rio was the group responsible for coming up with what 90s group dance craze? Macarena. Macarena. The Macarena. I loved it when I was a kid. You love it now. It is like still popular at weddings and stuff. Oh, I just can't. I just can't help myself. Question two. Which company made the incredibly popular Beanie Babies? Well, Ty made Beanie Boos. Same company. It is Ty. People thought that they were going to gain their fortunes by buying Beanie Babies and then having them increase in value and they could just sell them and retire. However, that never happened. Unfortunately, question three, which Sesame Street character got its own ticklish toy in the 1990s that was on every child's Christmas list? Elmo, the tickle me Elmo was the most insane toy thing that happened in the 90s. It was one of those things where people were waiting. Like if they had a couple tickle me Elmo's on the shelf, people were like fighting over them and beating like it was crazy. I got a Tickle Me Elmo for Christmas one year because my mom was like, well, these are so popular. I got you one. I was 15. I was like, mom, why did you get me a Tickle Me Elmo? But she got it for me because it was so popular and she never use it. She found one and gave it to me. I was confused. Did I ever use it? I was 15. I pushed it a couple of times. I think I still might even have it. Actually, I'll have to show you. Yes. Question four, which popular 90s TV show featured the lives of six characters? Monica, Chandler, Ross, Rachel, Joey, and Phoebe. uh, Friends. Arguably the greatest TV show of all time, Friends. Do you think it's the greatest TV show? Oh, man, it is. If, I mean, top of the list, tied maybe with a couple other ones, but just one of those shows that if it's on, I'm watching it. Question five, before cell phones were common, what electronic device did people usually use to contact one another? Cellular phones. That's the same thing. (laughs) It was a pager. Oh, yeah, that thingy with the tiny... It was like a little rectangle rectangle. screen thingy. Yep, so the way it would work is you would call the pager or beeper number, and there would have either been a message or a beep that you'll hear. After that message or beep, you put in a number and that number can be the number you want them to call back or it can be some type of code that you and the other person have agreed to ahead of time. So really, you'd call in, you'd hear beep and then you'd type in some numbers and then that other person would have to know what those numbers meant to either call you back or like, I don't know. You couldn't type, you couldn't type letters or anything. No. What the what? I mean, maybe later pagers you could, but yeah, you just had to type numbers. Question six. What candy became popular in the 1990s and featured an edible powder that created a fizzing sensation? Pop Rocks. I love Pop Rocks. Love them. Still now? Oh, absolutely. I think they're so cool. I like to bite them and then they pop in your teeth. So cool. That is amazing. And they're delicious too. Question seven. On December 3rd, 1992, the first text message ever was sent. What was the message the text said? I love you. It said, Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. <laughs> nope. 
just Merry Christmas. I think that's so sweet that the very first text that they ever sent was Merry Christmas. I love you. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one, which ant has the most painful sting? The bullet ant. Question two, what nickname is internationally given to residents of New Zealand? Kiwi. Question three. What car brand that stopped making cars in 2010 shares a name with a planet? Saturn. Question four. What was the first country to use paper money? China. Question five. Before cell phones were common, what electronic device did people usually use to contact one another? A pager or a beeper. Question six. An act of 1864 outlawed children from doing what job for which they were often employed? Chimney sweeps. Question seven. Which car brand makes the Beetle car model? VW or Volkswagen. And here come your shout outs. Ants comes from Henry and Isaac. Thank you. D-Day comes from listener Rowan. Thanks, Rowan. Car brands comes from listener Bennett. Thanks, Bennett. And New Zealand comes from some Kiwis. Kylie, Johnny, and Christian. Thank you. you. And some birthdays this week. Happy birthday to Adam. Happy birthday, Adam. And happy birthday to John Paul. Happy birthday. And happy birthday to Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Caroline. All right. Here's your conversation topic. Quinn, what sport do you wish you were really good at? Basketball. But I'm not. (laughs) Basketball, yeah. I wish I was good at track. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, wish I, I wish I was good at running, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not either. Like, my ankles give away after a while. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. Thanks Thank for you. listening. Bye. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.